Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Prickett. I'm joined by David Lindsay, my co-host. We actually just dropped our first episode of the NBA Coast to Coast podcast. Please go check that out. We have great NBA content coming to you. But this is an NFL podcast, so we're going to, you know, bring you the latest news in the NFL as well as we got a special treat today. We are doing a 14-round live mock draft uh, via the Sleeper app. Follow them at Sleeper on Twitter. Um, it is a great source. You could do everything from, you know, drafting and putting keepers in there. And uh, you can you can make a watch list and this, that, and the other. You can pause the draft, go at your own pace, do it with computers. It is awesome to have. But we haven't had a podcast in a long time Um David, how are you feeling about that? Man, I am so excited to do the uh, to the NFL pod today and do our mock draft because I know I'm a huge fantasy guy. So are you? Mock draft, man. That means we're getting close to football season. We got training camp starting, man. I'm I'm getting pumped up. I'm I'm ready for some football, man. Oh yeah, me too, man. Me too, man. Um, it, it's just crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just gonna give a brief summary of. I mean, it, you could say it's an excuse. You can't. I just. Haven't really had much time to just sit down and be able to record a podcast. Uh, I've obviously been active in the Unwrapped chat and everything like that, but it's just been tough. I mean, it's hard to even uh, go to school and do my radio show. Like, I mean, there's just so much stuff been going on. I recently moved into a new apartment with my girlfriend, and we got a new puppy. And I I just feel like uh, it's hard to, you know, get on here and do stuff. But I'm thankful that – you know, I'm able to do it now, and uh, we're going to get back into doing weekly podcasts. Hopefully, sometimes it'll, you know, eventually grow into twice a week or, you know, whenever we want to. Hey, you want to record a pod? Let's do it. Uh, but anyways, I'm just really excited to be here as well, uh, back with you guys. Um, so without further ado, we got some NFL news. Um, obviously, the Zeke Elliott situation there, uh, potentially right. not um, going to be there for the start of training camp. He did not fly with the team, but they all say that uh, typically guys don't always fly the first day down. Right, but right. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I don't think anything will come of that. I think Zeke's going to play. What do you think? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, like you said, he went on the team flight to Oxnard today. Um, but Jalen Smith did an interview with the media, you know, regarding the Zeke situation. He wasn't directly answering whether or not he thought Zeke would be there, but apparently him and Zeke Elliott uh, live a few blocks from each other in the same neighborhood in the Dallas area. And um, he, he did say that, you know, Zeke's a team guy, and uh, we all expect him to be here tomorrow. So um, we'll know a lot more tomorrow. Obviously, if he doesn't report tomorrow, then he's holding out. But um, I think he'll ultimately come tomorrow. And because, um, like, like you said, Tyler, I think he's a team guy, and I think that Dallas this year has, has really got a championship aspirations, and and you don't really want to have a cloud of that magnitude hanging over your head to start training camp. Yeah, absolutely not, absolutely not. Um, yeah, and then uh, Melvin Gordon is another guy that's been uh, quote unquote holding out, as well as Michael Thomas. Um, I think Michael Thomas will end up getting paid. I'm not sure about the Melvin Gordon situation, but. I, I said this on uh, a live show I do uh, for the school X-Bomb uh, sports live show. 
Um, I think ultimately Zeke and um, what Zeke and Melvin Gordon do for their teams, like they without them, like the teams are nothing, in my opinion. Without Melvin Gordon's production and Zeke Elliott's production, those teams, you know, they can only go so far. I mean, look at what Zeke had with Rod Smith, and then you look at what, uh, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon had bagging him up. Austin Eckler couldn't handle a load. Justin Jackson couldn't handle a load. I mean, maybe he could uh, in the right, um, you know, mindset, I guess, being the lead back there, like kind of like a James Conner situation. But ultimately, I think that team is not going to be nearly as good without those guys. Right, and as far as as Melvin Gordon goes, like you said, he's holding out. I think Michael Thomas that deal will get done rather sooner rather than later. Uh, as far as Melvin Gordon goes, and Dallas, Dallas and the Chargers are in similar positions. They don't really have a like James Conner in Pittsburgh. You had a pretty decent backup. Uh, Dallas and L.A. I mean, they have um, God, what's a little receiving back's name that plays behind uh, Austin Eckler. Yeah, they have Austin Eckler. And, but he's not an every-down back. They have a uh, another rookie last year from Iowa. I don't remember his name, but he played pretty well. Yeah, but, Justin but Jackson. You, yeah, Justin Jackson. But you can't rely on those guys. And Dallas has got two rookie backs. Um, they got Mike Weber from Ohio State. And um, he's he would be more the every-down back um, if Zeke wasn't there. But I don't anticipate that being a big issue. Um, like you said, man, the Chargers and the Cowboys both have championship aspirations. And you can't have a franchise altering, you know, running back holding out, especially when you're trying to make a run for a, a ring. Yeah, definitely. Um, and uh, with the Michael Thomas thing, he was looking at he's he's trying to get 20 mil a year. Um, I mean, uh, based on his production, I guess he. I don't know if I necessarily say he deserves that, but ultimately, I think the the Saints will pay him. I don't think that's really going to become anything. Um, but then, I mean. In other news, uh, Jalen Ramsey shows up in a Brinks truck, uh, so <laughs> that's, that. that's a big flex. Uh, you know, potentially the best corner in the league. We'll see, though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, because Jalen Ramsey, man, he's he, like he's very talented. Don't get me wrong, and he's one of the best, you know, corners in the league. Uh, but man, he he talks a lot of a lot of smack. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see how how he can Jackson back it up, though. Stuff. He can back it up, though. He definitely uh, can. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, but. The last thing, obviously, Tyreek Hill um, has been cleared. He's not even going to be suspended. Um, I honestly think my – I mean, my opinion on it is if they do their due diligence and they don't find anything, I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But, I mean, ultimately, you're you're innocent until proven guilty, and that's kind of what it comes down to. So, I mean, obviously, if anything else surfaces, uh, the Chiefs will definitely – and the NFL will definitely do their own investigation and be able to, you know, take him back down or suspend him or whatever or ban him from the league. But ultimately, right now, that's not the case. So, right. I mean, it's and, definitely and, got and, some huge fantasy aspirations. <laughs> yeah, so so here's my opinion on that. Listen, if there's not enough evidence to suspend the guy, don't suspend him. But this goes back, as a Cowboys fan, to two years ago when Zeke, there, there, there was no – concrete evidence there and they suspend him for six games so my, my issue with the league on that st- stature is it, you, you got to go one way if you're going to hammer down on domestic violence then you got to go either one way or the other either you you do it like like you said and i think this is the correct way to do it because with these big time athletes obviously i don't condone domestic violence in any way no one does um but but there is a lot of distractions and a lot of people out to get these athletes so you got to do the due diligence to find both sides of every story um, but 
if you're not gonna, if you there, there has to be a standard set where there's there's a concrete guideline of, of what we're gonna do with these players because, like I said, man, Zeke didn't have any concrete evidence get suspended for six games. This guy's got a recording, not enough concrete evidence of actual violence. Obviously, I don't think he deserved to be suspended, um, but there's no where is the you know, where we stand on domestic violence in the NFL. That's a conversation for a different day, but I think Roger Goodell has got to, got to hone himself on that. Yeah, he's got to stay consistent with uh, what his verdict is, I guess. Um, but, hey, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, and, like I said, it's got huge fantasy aspirations, and it will have oh, huge <laughs> fantasy aspirations in this draft that we're doing, a live chain gang NFL mock draft via the Sleeper app. Let's Without get further it. ado... David Lindsay has the number two overall pick. I am slotted at the number seven overall pick. Uh, without further ado, we are going to begin this draft. All right. All right. So first pick is Saquon Barkley. Obviously, we all knew that was going yeah, to happen. That, that was coming. Um, he was coming on the board. He's, but, yeah, and like you said, two. man, he he's the he's the clear cut number one pick. If you have the number one pick in any draft, people pick Saquon Barkley. Uh, as a Cowboys fan, I'm going to take Ezekiel Elliott with the second pick. Yeah, I. Oh, you're taking Zeke with the. Okay. How do I draft? Sorry, <laughs> I had to resume uh, the draft. I paused it. Um, I think two minutes per pick is good for analysis. I guess I could change it if we need to. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> this thing is. Hold on, I'm trying to get it. It's not letting me. It's not letting me draft. It won't let me click the button. Or do I have to drag it up here? Oh, here we go. Got it. All right, Zeke Elliott off the board at, at, at two. So, Ooh. Zeke Elliott off the board at number two. Devontae Adams. Wow, that is a number shocker. Three. Going number wow. three overall, followed by Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, David Johnson. I am here with the number seven overall pick, and I'm looking at my options, and obviously Devontae Adams going uh, right there. I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins here. I mean, this guy is absolutely phenomenal every way, shape, and form. Actually, I think Devontae Adams is the better receiver, but that's my opinion. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I, I just, that's how I feel. All right. And then, and then after Adams or after Hopkins, we got Julio Jones, Bell, Connor, Beckham, Gordon, Schuster. So he's back picking with the uh, – he's, he's the fourth pick in the second round here. Tyler's on the clock. Tyler is on the clock indeed. DeAndre Hopkins. Wow. Michael Thomas fell to the second round. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You didn't really think Odell would go uh, right where he is. He's actually slotted to go around middle of the second, late, late second. Um, I am going to evaluate my options here. Um Wow. Uh, I'm going to go Tyreek Hill here, actually. Um, I, I just absolutely am enamored by that Chiefs offense. They are absolutely insane, no matter where you look at it. Um, you can Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown, any of those guys would be good options. Uh, yeah. But honestly, I just think Tyreek Hill is the better guy for fantasy. Yeah, definitely. So so here we go. We have uh, Michael Thomas, A.B., Mixon and Gurley at the board. Gurley fell all the way to the eighth pick of the second round. I think those injuries in the playoffs are scaring people off, and I don't disagree. He didn't look like the same player. Um, honestly, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and because because that high flying offense in Kansas City. I'm wow. Gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and take Travis Kelsey. Nice, good pick, good pick. I I absolutely 
Uh, I was thinking about him, honestly. I was thinking him, Tyree Kill, or Michael Thomas. And ultimately, I just think that Tyree Kill will get uh, more bang for your buck, so to speak. Uh, Travis yeah, Kelsey I, is definitely the more safe option. Um, but, you know, you never know. And then with my with – my, so we got Damian Williams and Dalvin Cook went off the board, too. Really good running backs. I think Damian Williams, personally, to me, is going to have a bigger year than Dalvin Cook just because of Dalvin Cook's injury history. Um, but then That's again – That's what I like to hear. You can't you can't make a wrong pick there. I I'm a big Keenan Allen fan. I think he's one of the best route runners in the league. He's a great PPR guy, and this is a PPR fantasy draft. So I'm gonna go ahead and with my third pick and my the second pick in the third round. I'm gonna go ahead and take Keenan Allen from the LA Chargers. Nice, good pick. Uh, and then after that, Mike Evans, Nick Chubb, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Jones. A big run on running back, and I do not have one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Keenan Allen, that's my question. Um, I he's currently slotted to go around like late second. Um, uh, typically uh, around there with like an AB or a uh, Juju Smith or a Mike Evans. My personal opinion, even AJ Green and Adam Thielen, I I just feel I don't know. I don't always trust Keenan Allen. Um, and I think it's just always the one year I had him, he, he got he tore his ACL. Uh, he's I had injury right. problems. Yeah, he, he has does. injury problems. Um, I I feel fine like stacking him as my second receiver, but having him as my number one, it's just something I I really have to think about. Uh, but right. yeah, here's, I, here, here's my thing. Continue. Here's my thing about Keenan Allen is is uh, Tyrell Williams is now a Raider. Um, so Mike Williams, the second, I guess he's a third year receiver now. He's going to have to step up big time, and they got Hunter Henry back. But he's going to – as long as he stays healthy in that Phillip Rivers offense, he's going to catch six balls a game. Um, so, yeah, Thielen – man, I'm still unsure on Thielen, but he had such a well, big year last with, year. Yeah, the thing with Thielen, though, is watch what happens when Stefan Diggs is not in the game. Thielen gets absolutely locked up. Uh, they he does, he does. They create separation for each other and get each other open. Um, so, overall, I think – Thielen, if Diggs is healthy, Thielen is uh, the better player. But, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, when A.J. Green was out. Tyler Boyd was nothing. But, I mean, you know, we'll just have to see. I got to make this pick. But speaking of Adam Thielen, I think it's too good to pass up there. I uh, think so, too. I, I have DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, and Adam Thielen. Man, you're a loaded receiver. Having a stud receiver Man, in I'm, the flex option. And Devontae Freeman falls to me. At the fourth round pick, that is my number one running back. I am okay with that. Man, what do you think about uh, Derrick Henry? I'm staying away. I mean, he's t- he typically always he always you know uh, I forget his forget the coach's name. Um, I forget the coach's name, but uh, they just don't always com- um, commit to the run game at the early of the year. They don't give him uh, the uh, number of the, carries number of carries he deserves and then uh once it gets into um like when it's cold outside and everything like that uh then they work him and he's a workhorse and he's great for the fantasy playoffs but he's not someone i'm sitting here wanting to take in the fourth or fifth round so so after after you took um Thielen and uh Devontae freeman in between we had a uh mahomes was the first quarterback taken late in the third round and then we had hilton green and cooper three really good receivers and then a run on running backs with Mac Freeman, uh, Jacobs, Carryon Johnson, and then in between them, the second tight end was taken, George Kittle, which I think he's probably the second best fantasy tight end right ahead of um, Zach Ertz. 
Or, uh, yeah, he's, he's right there. I, yeah, and then and then Stefan Diggs with another run on a Minnesota receiver. Um, so I need to get another running back. So I'm gonna go ahead. I don't listen. I think David Montgomery's gonna have a big year. Um, obviously, it's a, I'm a little unsure about picking a rookie, um, but I'm gonna go ahead and bite the bullet and go with actually Philip Lindsay here. Um, oh, okay, Denver. okay. He had a good like year that. last year. I like that pick. Um, yeah, and then so you're back on the clock. Derrick Henry that we were just talking about went right after. Uh, that team has yeah, – that's a problem. I mean, yeah, I like sleeper and everything like that, but the the algorithm it goes by ADP, so uh, the best available gets taken. So this team already has four running backs in the first round. So it's not always accurate. The first couple rounds are typically accurate in how they might go. Um, but, I mean, nonetheless, you're back on the clock. So I need a receiver. I got two running backs. Um, man, this is tough. The L.A. Re- receivers are tough, man. Brandon Cooks, I think, is a better PPR player than Robert Woods, but Robert Woods had a huge year last year. Um, it's hard for me not to pick Montgomery here, too, because I think he's a potential league winner if you get him in like the fifth or sixth round um, just because he's going to get slept on. If, if, if you're in a league with a lot of people, guys who know football but – aren't you know gurus take david montgomery they're not gonna i mean they're gonna know who that is obviously but they're not gonna go wow david montgomery i think he's a potential league winner but i am gonna go um brandon cooks here yeah i like that pick and then uh, a guy like cooper cup could potentially be that number one receiver there uh robert woods you can't argue with the production brandon cooks is that big play guy that you're really looking for um you can't really go wrong with any guys there I'm back on the clock. After you pick Brandon Cooks, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin, David Montgomery, I was hoping he would have fell to me. Uh, Mark Ingram, another guy I would have liked. Um, so I'm sitting here. I just took Devontae Freeman. <sighs> I'm sitting here. You know, You know, I'm not sure. Um, wow. I think Sony Michelle could have a pretty big year there. I think it yeah, could be a potential breakout season. He is, uh, you know, it's one of those things where I'm picking between him and James White. And then I see Chris Carson, uh, Tariq Cohen, Tevin Coleman. But looking at Chris Carson and Rashad Penny, it's like I think Rashad Penny could be the lead back there uh, in the middle to late end of the season. Uh, but I think the safe pick here would be like a James White or Sony Michelle. But I think James White or Sony Michelle has that breakout potential. So I'm going to go Sony Michelle here with my number oh, that pick a lot. two back. After that, Robert Woods, Kenyon Drake, Calvin Ridley, uh, Andrew Luck, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Carson are off the board. I am back on the clock. I am. I need a quarterback, a tight end, um, and another running back potentially. Um, and uh, honestly, I typically don't do this, um, but sitting here, I think you know a guy like Aaron Rodgers could potentially have an MVP season. Um, that defense got a whole lot better. The offense yeah. got some more weapons uh, to uh, support him. Um, like I said, Devontae Adams is my number one receiver this year, and that's mainly because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have potentially MVP year. So without further ado, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers with this pick. I need a quarterback, and I think there's going to be running quarterbacks right after me, and I stand corrected there is not a running uh, quarterbacks um after that dj moore tyler lockett oj howard james white and you're slotted there in the sixth round and here and here i go 
Cooper Cup, baby. Nice. So you take both the uh, both the LA receivers. LA receivers. I, I like that. I mean, I think I think you know one of them could potentially be a uh, trade candidate, or you could you know you never know. Uh, it's the same right, thing right. with yeah. with. Uh, I mean, you take the best available there. Um, you're not gonna take. I mean, I would take Cooper Cup over Alshon, Tyler Boyd, Dante Pettis. So uh, I, I don't necessarily I don't necessarily disagree with any of that. And then I mean, you got Mike Williams there too, but you have Keenan Allen. So uh, yeah, you don't want two pairs of the same team, you know? Right. Exactly. Uh, so I am gonna go Tyler Boyd here. Uh, I just like him more than Alshon Jeffrey. Um, to be honest with you, I think Alshon Jeffrey's production is gonna go down a little bit next year because of DJX. Um, and I think Tyler Boyd, who knows, it's going to go on AJ Green if he's going to be on that roster uh, to end the year. I mean, because he's got to be a trade candidate, right? If they're not very good. Yeah, definitely. All right, I am back on the clock. I'm going to go ahead and take my. Oh wow, this is tough. Uh, two guys I'm looking at are Tevin Coleman and Hunter Henry. Um, Hunter Henry could potentially have a breakout year, and Tevin Coleman is back with Kyle Shanahan, where he had most of his success in the Atlanta offense. Um, I, I, I'm going Tevin Coleman here. I mean, I'm okay with having him as my third running back. Or, I mean, we're only starting two in this uh, this mock draft, so um, he'd be a potential flex option. But then I also have Adam Thielen, so I think that's a pretty safe pick there. Uh, so I'm okay with doing that. He could have a potentially great year. Under Kyle Shanahan again. After I went with Tevin Coleman, Drew Brees, Darrell Henderson, Eric Ebron, Lamar Miller, Jared Cook, Darius Geis. Uh, Darius Geis, that's that's one of my things. I am staying absolutely away from Washington running backs. Uh, His ADP is way too much, uh, first of all. And then it's a running back by committee. I mean, you got Chris Thompson, you got AP, you got Darius Geis, you got... Uh, Bryce Love, it's like, what are they going to do there? Not to mention they have a rookie quarterback. And, um, uh, oh, my gosh, why am I drawing a blank here? Uh, wow, can you help me here? I, I'm drawing a blank on that quarterback's name. Uh, Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins, I am an idiot. Oh, I'm, yeah, 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 Dwayne Haskins. And, and who knows if he will start over Case Keenum, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Case Keenum was a guy that had a lot of success there in uh, Minnesota. So, and then when he uh, went to uh, Denver, that didn't really, you know. Uh, but uh, that could be a number of things. Um, but, yeah, like I said, staying away from Washington running backs, I have no idea what's going on there. And Darius Geis in the eighth round is a little bit too high for my liking. I am back on the clock. I just took Aaron Rodgers and Tevin Coleman. Hunter Henry was able to fall to me. I think he is a potentially breakout candidate at the tight end position. So I'm going to go Hunter Henry here. After that, Latavius Murray, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray going before <laughs> Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, Cam Newton, Jared Goff, just to name a few. What do you think about that? That's a little early. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit early. A little early for my uh, taste. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey, Rashad Penny going after that, and you yeah. are back on the clock. I think a guy who could have a bounce back here is Allen Robinson. Uh, I think Trubisky's only going to get better, and he, to me, he's still the number one option there. Um, so I'm going to stack up on another receiver, and I'm going to take Allen Robinson. Yeah, I think Allen Robinson's a potential breakout candidate at the receiver position. I think he definitely, um, you know, he is a one. He just needs to show up. If you look, go back and watch that Eagles tape in the playoffs, 
I mean, once they started targeting him, uh, you know, he put up big things. He had 10, I think he had 10 for like 160 and like a touchdown or something. Like he was going off, man. Um, I think if they just get into this year two of the Nagy offense, I mean, it's going to do wonders and they have plenty of weapons around Mitch Trubisky. I think Al Robinson is absolutely going to flourish in this offense. And I just took Russell Wilson. I just have more faith in him than Carson Wentz. I think he's one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. Now, I will say this about him, though. He's not always the biggest fantasy producer. Um, but you can count on him week in and week out, I think, to get you about 20 points. Uh, yeah, I, he's, he's one of those uh, safe quarterbacks. He's like a you know, he's like a Phillip Rivers. You don't necessarily want him or a Ben Roethlisberger, but you know they're going to put up their points. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, right. so I am back on the clock. Um, but Mary before Fitzgerald. I pick, uh, I'm going to go over the teams currently uh, between me and David. David was the number two overall pick. He went Zeke Elliott, and then his roster goes as follows. He has Keenan Allen. Uh, or no, sorry, he went Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen, Philip Lindsay. Then he went a, a run on receivers, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Tyler Boyd, Allen Robinson, and then he just took Russell Wilson. He's got a lot of depth at receiver there. Potentially, I, really I got I to trade uh, some of those guys. Potentially trading them. I'm sitting here at the seventh overall pick. I went with DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Adam Thielen, um, Devontae Freeman, Sony Michelle, Aaron Rodgers, Tevin Coleman, Hunter Henry, and I am back on the clock. Um, wow. Uh, what do I do here? Um, there's not really much I need. Okay, I'm okay with that. Uh, all right, uh, I'm going to take Kareem Hunt. I, I think he's going to potentially come back. I mean, he's, he was a top five. Top, I was thinking about doing the same exact talent. thing. Um, you know, that solidifies if Tevin Coleman is nothing that, you know, Kareem Hunt is a guy that he, he'll, you know, when he comes back, he's definitely, they're not going to sign him and not use him. And uh, if he's going to stay there, they definitely got to see what he can do. Um, it's definitely workload management for Nick Chubb if they use him in the playoffs and everything, a two-headed monster. But I definitely think, and that's another thing, because um, the Browns offense, I think, is potentially just as good or it can can be just as good as what uh, uh, the Kansas sh- uh, the Kansas City Chiefs have got going on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. They could be, I mean, if it's just like a camaraderie thing and they just have everything going right, they could be a potentially amazing offense. Uh, and that defense is nothing to, to joke about either. Uh, but after I picked Kareem Hunt, Austin Eckler, Royce Freeman, Will Fuller, Sterling Shepard, Jordan Howard, Ronald Jones mm-hmm. uh, went... I am back on the clock. Um, potentially, wow. There's a there's a sleeper tight end, a sleeper candidate for me at the tight end position is Vance McDonald. I mean, Same I think here. anybody who benefits the most without having a B there is definitely Vance McDonald. He's definitely going to have a lot of shares in the uh, offense yeah. in the uh, in the red zone. Um, and then uh, Carson Wentz is there. David Njoku, Geronimo Allison. Shoot me if you want tenth round. The Bears defense off the board. I took the Bears defense <laughs> in the 10th round. I am totally okay with that. You know that is not a defense that you're going to have to, uh, you know, change around uh, during the season. I'm staying. I'm staring. LaShawn McCoy is such an unattractive pick. Oh, my God. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, I mean. I got to get, rece- get a running back here. 
Um, God darn it. Is Jerry McKinnon going to get any carries in San Francisco next year? I think they'll he... potentially trade him, honestly. I mean, uh, I was listening to um, yeah, I was listening to uh, the Action Network yesterday, um, and uh, they were talking about the Tevin Coleman thing and um, how he's going to be the lead back and everything. And, um, you know, Jared McKinnon, had, he's getting paid what, like, what, I, I don't know, he's getting paid like $6 million a, a year lot. or something like that. Twelve. I don't know. I don't know exact numbers on it. Um, but nonetheless, they have you know uh, Matt Breida, who's basically getting paid nothing, and um, as well as um, oh, what's his name, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, so they have two guys right there that don't even get paid anything to back up Tevin Coleman. And so they're basically paying Jared McKinnon for nothing. So I see him as a potential trade candidate. Um, I'm not sure what team would uh utilize his services best um but that's definitely something to monitor but I, i'm staying away from jared mckinnon nonetheless uh, and i just and i just snagged jalen samuels um he's back up in pittsburgh i don't and who knows the james connor's injuries uh he seemed like the you know i didn't want to take LaShawn mccoy just because i didn't i don't think LaShawn mccoy is going to do much next year i don't think he's gonna get much playing time because i think that his run in Buffalo's kind of coming to a close, and then I and then I went ahead and took another receiver, Valdez Scantling, who I think is a a breakout candidate in that Aaron Rodgers offense. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. Um, and then after that, Cam Newton, Marvin Jones, Lashawn McCoy, D.D. Westbrook, and I'm back on the clock. Um, I, you know, there's a number of things I could do here. Um, I I definitely. Uh, like a few options here, Cortland Sutton, Akil Harry, uh, to name a couple there at the receiver position. Um, running back, I already have four, uh, but something that is interesting to me, I, I thought it was weird that the Patriots went out and drafted Damian Harris um, when when they have Sony Michelle, James White, uh, Rex Burkhead. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, but why is his ADP so high if? You know, he's not going to be used. It's just something. But I'm not going to go with that. I'm going to go opposite. Uh, potentially Tom Brady's number one receiver. Um, Julian Edelman having a thumb injury. He, he's expected to be back for the start of the season. But um, Akil Harry, Harry is uh, the guy I'm taking here. I, I think he could potentially, uh, you know, fill that void that Gronk has left. Yeah, I love that pick. I really do. I think Akil Harry is going to have a great year. As a rookie, but you know, honestly, with Brady, man, you could be a rookie and he'll he'll show you the ropes. So I'm not too yeah. concerned about that that aspect of it. If he can if he can go out there and catch a ball, Brady's gonna hit him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, after that, Golden Tate going, and and that's interesting. Golden Tate, I mean, he probably is the number one receiver regardless. But Sterling Shepard actually actually uh, just got hurt today. Yeah, he did. Um, he got hurt in training camp. Yeah, so uh, that's. That's really interesting, and I think that absolutely um, that ups uh, that ups um, Evan Ingram's role as well and, and oh, Tate's yeah. value. Uh, but you know, it's just another guy that's not there. I mean, he could potentially he could have potentially filled that void that um, Odell left. But I mean, he's not not the player that Odell is. But you never know because he's never been second fiddle. Um, so he could have you know had a breakout year. Uh, you know, Daniel Jones or Eli Manning, you don't know, but 
hey, I mean, that, that just sucks. Uh, he's he's a guy that I always liked having on my team off the bench, just a guy that you could plug and play and yeah, get, like, eight to, eight to 12 points out of uh, a week. So that was nice to have. Um, uh, with the, But with that, then Jameis Winston, Austin Hooper, Rivers, Cortland Sutton, Damian Harris off the board. I am back on the clock. Um, I'm going to go with another receiver here. Um, I think... Honestly, Deshaun Jackson is a huge sleeper this year um, in Philly. He, he, you know, Carson Wentz is going to have to have somebody that can stretch the field. Uh, he's got his big play threat in uh, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, Deshaun Jackson, they got... Um, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Uh, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, yep. Um, you and know, I went James Washington because that is my Oklahoma State boy. He, uh, hey, he and I think, I think he could be a breakout candidate. Yeah, he was bad um, last year. He was, he was disappointing last year, but he's probably the, their second-best receiver behind Juju, which is, you know, it's wide open there. And, yeah, you're right, a run on kickers and defenses. And I got the uh, Jaguars defense in the round before that. Uh, you did, you did. So, uh, so, yeah, I'm back on the clock. Um, I'm going to go kicker here as well. I'm going Harrison Butker. I, yeah, obviously, I think the KC offense is the best in the league. Um, so that means a lot of points, and uh, I'm gonna go Harrison Butker here. Butker, baby, yeah, he's a great. Uh, he'll put up a lot of points. He's not the best kicker in the league, but guess what? He's probably gonna have. He's probably gonna be kicking the most. So, yep. I am back on the clock, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's a guy that has a lot of injury concern. Um, so I'm gonna go and take a backup quarterback here. Um, potential breakout candidate. This year, even though I'm drafting him way too high, I can probably find him off the waiver wire. Got to get the bear. Mitch Trubisky is on my team. <laughs> All right, I got to take a kicker. You got to right. take a kicker. And that will you know pretty much the... end it. You know who I'm picking? Brady didn't get drafted. Oh, my God. Nope. Nope, he did not. I would have taken Brady. You're going him. with... You're going with Brett Maher. You, you know it, baby. Brett Maher. Dallas Maher. Cowboy. Maher. Dallas Cowboy. Him? No, he's there. I'm oh, sorry. I, I have to type he's in there. Their, you have to type in their first name. You don't have to type anything in. No, I know, but I like to do the search bar. Um, and then Jake Elliott's the last pick, and that'll conclude it. Um, that was that fun, will. Man. Yeah, that, that, that was a lot of fun. Um, but analyzing based off of uh, where we drafted from, um, you know, it's just interesting because if you like what I did, for example, I went three or I went two receivers, three receivers before I even went with a running back, and that's a huge gamble because there I didn't think Devontae Freeman was going to fall to me, but I'm absolutely uh, I'm happy with that as my number one running back. I mean, after having three stud receivers. On my team, uh, you know, Adam Thielen starting in the flex for me, that's something I can't, um, you know, really be mad about. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy with that. And then I, I like your draft as well. Obviously, Zeke Elliott and then Travis Kelsey falling to the second round. He's potentially going in the first, if not the early second. You got him at the back end of the second round. Uh, so that was huge as well. Yep. And then you were able to get Keenan Allen, Philip Lindsay. I went up. I made a big run on receivers. You made a I big run on receivers. receivers. I'd have um, to trade a few receivers in real in reality, but yeah, you know. but you got a lot of a lot of guys tradable assets that would maybe get you a number two receiver or something like that. And then 
I mean, honestly, or not number two receiver, uh, number two running back, or number three running back, I guess. You got Philip Lindsay and Zeke Elliott. Those are two good good ones, and you, you just have to start two. I mean, your yeah. roster, you can have a great roster with that, uh, but there's a lot of things. And then you ended up going with Russell Wilson. Um, I did. Ninth round. Um, but overall, that was a fun experience. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. I, I and what, what are your biggest takeaways? I thought it was really crazy that Devonte Adams went third overall. Yeah, that's that was one of the bigger shocks. Uh, Brady didn't get drafted, which is, um, I mean he's a quarterback, so it's. I mean, I guess it's not that crazy, but obviously, like I think I'd rather have Brady than than Jared Goff. I, I don't know, man. Jared Goff was good in the regular season last year. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where Brady goes because I think he could potentially have a. I mean, I think they're gonna be really good. The, the Patriots will be. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what kind of year he has, and then like Antonio Brown going in the middle of the second round, like who knows how good he's gonna be in Oakland. He was going top three last year in the draft. Um, Devonte Adams is a huge surprise. You know, I, I think David Johnson could be good next year. I just, I mean, that O line in in Arizona is so shaky. That the that thing, scares yeah. me. The thing I'm doing um, in most of my drafts this year, I'm, I'm sticking with what I know and, like, what's been proven uh, in terms of offense and role and everything like that. So guys that are just moving to a new offense, and if I have, like, a, a choice between, like, a, uh, you know, um, Adam or, uh, Tyreek Hill and Antonio Brown, I'm going Hill all day, or DeAndre Hopkins and uh, – well, no, I'm not – those are bad comparisons. Like, Adam Thielen and, like, um, Antonio Brown, I, I would I – would, argue that I could possibly go Adam Thielen there. Um, so. It's just it, it's just something I don't know. But Odell Beckham, I, I think he's going to have an absolutely great year uh, over I there in Cleveland. Um, there's a lot of uh, videos out already, him making great catches great and everything. Catches, so yeah. I just think his uh, willingness um, and uh, competitiveness is really going to be a good thing for this team. I thought New York just, you know, they didn't want to win. You, you could tell it. I mean, Saquon Barkley is amazing. I hope Saquon somehow gets traded to a to a winner because that man is uh, he's, he's I'm saying right now he, he could potentially be the best player of all time. Um, but yeah, hey. I mean, it's not far fetched to say that. I mean, I think he's the best running back in the league, and I, so I think Zeke's number two, selfishly. Um, no, I, uh, I agree with you. But, I but, think Todd Gurley is a product of his offense. Yeah, and I think Todd Gurley is going to be banged up. Now, if he's healthy, him and Zeke are in the same category. But, man, Saquon's just a different animal. He really is. Yeah, uh, that, yeah that dude is a physical specimen. Uh, <laughs> but we will uh, be posting these on uh, our, our Twitter page, at the Chain Gang NFL Pod. Um, yeah, so I will post those, and we'll do a little, um, uh, a little uh, poll. And you could vote on it, who you think had the uh, better draft. Uh, let yeah, us know. Yeah. Um, and then if you wanted us to do anything else or had questions about your draft or anything, you can definitely ask us there. Uh, but without further ado, that's going to wrap it up here for us today. Uh, David, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at David underscore Lindy 5. You can find our NBA podcast at NBA underscore coast underscore uh, coast. Or actually, NBA Coast underscore Coast. Sorry. Um, let me just post a new episode there. If you're an NBA fan, uh, take a listen to that. But find me on Twitter, David underscore Lindsay5. And I'm so excited about the future of the
Chain Gang Pod. It's only going to get better because a lot of fantasy is coming up and uh, the season is about to start. So, yeah, um, we just wanted to. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But we just wanted to, um, you know, come back and do a like a uh, mock draft because I thought that was something fun to do um, with the fantasy season quickly approaching and OTAs or I mean not OTAs but training camp just started um so you know football's coming but uh it's just kind of been a dead period so there hasn't been much to uh talk about or do a podcast about obviously you could do uh NFC AFC teams breakdowns or predictions and everything like that but we thought it was something fun to do do a mock draft um but you know if you have any um like you know observations from it or you know questions about what we're doing for our next one or suggestions for our next one what we should do uh you know nfc north breakdown afc you know different Sorry, things like my, that my just connection just went in and out guys <laughs> no worries man just let us know just let us know um but uh yeah that's gonna wrap it up uh you can follow me at tyler dylan on twitter that's at t-y-l-e-r-r uh d-y-l-a-n on twitter um, yeah, follow the Chain Gang podcast and follow the NBA Coast to Coast podcast. Uh, that is going to wrap it up. See ya. See ya.